I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. We're talking today about inflammation. Now, every disease known to man has an inflammatory component. And this, I believe, is what's missing, one of the things that's missing, in a lot of treatments that patients go through. We have to address the inflammatory reaction. And if we can address the inflammatory reaction across the board, whether it's a broken bone or a crunched finger or a, a serious disease, heart disease, diabetes, cancer, we're probably going to get better results. And I wish, I hope, I pray, that eventually uh, orthodox medicine gets to the point where we say, okay, we have to not only address the cancer or the heart disease and the diabetes, I'm not arguing that point, but we also have to address the inflammatory component. Because if we can bring the inflammation down and get the body functioning more normally, we're probably going to get better results. And the reason I say that is I've been in practice 37 years, and I never go against another doctor's advice. Doctors coming in saying, hey, listen, you're on high blood pressure meds, you're on cholesterol meds. Great. If you want to do that, that's awesome. Let's do this in addition to it. Let's do a dietary change. Let's do chiropractic care. Let's do digestive enzymes. Let's do super greens and essential source. Let's get you healthy enough so that hopefully you don't need the medication. I never take anybody off medication. I try to get them healthy enough so they don't need the medication. And apparently that's very popular. Patients love that idea. And doctors love it. So I'm not going against their advice. I'm working with them. I'm co-managing the case. So inflammation is important. It's a natural process that the body uses to heal and defend itself. I cut my hand really bad about a week ago. And my hand swelled up. Awesome. Perfectly normal. I monitor the inflammation. I, of course, I'm on an anti-inflammatory diet anyway. I did certain supplements, and I watched it heal, and it healed beautifully. And so I managed the inflammation. If the inflammation got out of control, if I start getting an infection, I'd say, let's go get some medication into this. Absolutely. I had the prescription. I went to a medical doctor. They looked at my finger. They said, okay, you, you, might, need, you might not need stitches, so let's see if we can go without stitches. So I went without the stitches. They gave me a prescription for antibiotics, and I said, let's see what happens here. And it worked out well. Had it been an issue, I would have gladly jumped into the medical arena and got medication for it. But the inflammation was part of the healing process. And I knew that. I didn't want to reduce the inflammation too much because it's important. Inflammation can be harmful if it's long term. So chronic inflammation can last for weeks, months, even years, and that can lead to other health problems. So what is inflammation? Inflammation is the body's way of protecting itself from infection, illness, and injury. Inflammation causes a barrier, so to speak, around an area to keep it in, in check. Part of the inflammatory response, the body increases its production of something called white blood cells, immune cells, and also something called cytokines to help fight the infection. If you listen to our shows we did uh, on COVID-19, uh, one of the problems was the cytokine storm. You had cytokines being released and the, the inflammation went out of control. And that cytokine storm is really the thing that caused a real serious illness, in many cases, death in people with COVID-19 infections. So the cytokines are normal unless they get out of control. And that's we got to monitor that. Classic signs of, of short-term uh, inf inflammation is redness, pain, heat, swelling, perfectly normal. Somebody punches you in the arm, you have all those uh, reactions. It's perfectly normal. It's the body healing itself. Chronic long-term inflammation is when the body... Uh, starts having noticeable symptoms. 
aside from just those basic ones. This type of inflammation can drive illnesses like diabetes, heart disease, fatty liver, cancer. So again, it's not the cause of the disease, but it's a thing that's going to exacerbate the disease. And that's where the problems come in when the diseases get out of control. So if your doctors, uh, if we do tests for inflammation, there's a general test that I recommend everybody have done when they do their blood work called C-reactive protein. C-reactive protein tells us if there's an inflammatory reaction going on in the body. It doesn't tell us where. It just says, yes, we have these markers in our blood that are telling us there's an inflammatory reaction. You could also measure homocysteine. Homocysteine, I did a show on this a long time ago, is probably a better indicator of the risk of heart disease than your overall cholesterol. Because homocysteine tells us how much inflammatory reaction there is that's causing the cholesterol to stick to the artery walls. You can have cholesterol floating around in your blood, high cholesterol, probably not that dangerous. Once it starts sticking to the artery walls, that's when you start having a problem. And one of the issues with, uh, with that is you can have normal cholesterol and still have heart disease. You can have high cholesterol and not have heart disease. Now, high cholesterol is more indicative of heart disease, but I've had patients, many, many patients come in, and I take an x-ray, and I see hardening of the arteries. And I'll say, you have hardening of the arteries, Sierra. And they say, I just had my cholesterol done. It's normal. Why? It's the cholesterol stuck to the artery walls. That's where homocysteine comes in, part of the inflammatory reaction. So get your homocysteine checked along with your C-reactive proteins. That's going to be a better indicator as to where we are in the disease process. So certain lifestyle changes are certainly going to help with inflammation. There are certain things you're doing right now that can be making the inflammatory reaction worse. If you're consuming high amounts of sugar, high fructose corn syrup, these things can be particularly harmful. You want to stay away from the sugar and a high fructose corn syrup for many reasons, especially now in this, this show we're talking about inflammation. We did a whole two-hour show on sugar. So if you go to the website, drjoe.com, just type in sugar, whole two-hour show on nothing but sugar. And part of that, we talked about the inflammatory reaction. So if you have a disease, any disease whatsoever, if you don't want to get a disease, any disease whatsoever, one step you can do, not going to cure the disease, but one step you can do is to limit your sugar intake. And that would be breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas, because sugar can, with the inflammatory reaction, can lead to something called insulin resistance, which is type 2 diabetes, and obesity, which causes more inflammation, which aggravates all the diseases. So scientists have hypothesized for a long time that consuming a lot of refined sugar, such as, like I said, bread, cookies, cakes, donuts, and pastas, can cause inflammation. And of course, the research now shows that that's true. Eating processed and packaged foods that contain trans fats or hydrogenated oils have been shown to promote inflammation and damage what's called the endothelial cells, the lining of the, of the blood vessels in your body. So once again, the bad fats come into play. And one rule on fats is, well, we'll talk a lot about fats, but I want to cover this because sometimes I forget this. If you ever eat something and it tastes rancid, throw it away. I bought some uh, uh, nuts several weeks ago. I was going on a trip. This is a long time ago, actually, a couple of months ago. And I always carry a bag of mixed nuts with me because if I get hungry in the airport, if I'm traveling, it's an easy, quick snack. It's very filling. And I didn't use them all. Put them in my pantry. A couple of weeks went by. And then I opened them up and tasted them. They tasted a little rancid. Throw them away. Rancid fats are so dangerous. So don't think, oh, these nuts were expensive. I bought cashews, whatever they were. I don't want to throw them away. Throw, return them to the store if you want to. Maybe get your money back, but don't eat the rancid, rancid nuts. Other bad oils that can cause this inflammatory reaction. Vegetable oils. They use a lot in processed foods. Regular consumption of omega-6 fatty acids can really increase your inflammation. So 
in your body, you should have a ratio of one omega-6 fatty acid molecule to one omega-3 fatty acid molecule. That's perfect. That controls inflammation. It's awesome. You can even go high, as high as five or six omega-6s to one omega-3. Most Americans are eating 25 to 30 omega-6s to one omega-3. That's an inflammatory uh, issue that's occurring in the body. We've got to cut out those bad fats. So the vegetable oils, vegetable oils would be what? Soy oil, uh, corn oil, uh, just generally called vegetable oils. You want to cut those out. Now, olive oil, as long as it's organic, okay. Coconut oil, organic, okay. But those cheap oils that we use to fry things in peanut oil, very high in omega-6 fatty acids. Then when you fry it, you create more rancidity or damage to the oils, and that causes more inflammation. So if you love your fried foods, like pretty much everybody in the world, I think, does, uh, not a good thing. And if you're frying, uh, let's say, potatoes to make French fries, awesome, right? When you fry carbohydrates at a high, high, in high, uh, uh, high temperature oils, you create something called acrylamides. And acrylamides are known carcinogens. So we've got to, got to, got to, got to stay away from these vegetable oils and these heated oils, these fried foods. They're so dangerous and they cause inflammation. And again, that's what we're talking about today, inflammation. Inflammation either is the cause of or exacerbating pretty much every disease known to man. And some inflammation is good. Long-term inflammation is damaging. And I sprain my ankle, I get inflammation. Perfectly normal. That's great. My body's doing its thing. But now I'm eating a bad diet. I'm eating a lot of sugars. I'm eating a lot of trans fats. I'm eating a lot of hydrogenated oils and vegetable oils. Now I'm making that inflammation dangerous. So something that was healthy now becomes dangerous. Alcohol consumption can increase inflammatory reactions. Excessive meat consumption, especially processed meats, has an inflammatory reaction on the body. One of the reasons I don't eat meat and every time we do a show, it seems like the same things keep coming up. Alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweetener, breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas. Those are the things that need to stop. And no matter what the show is, if it's diabetes, heart disease, cancer, improving athletic performance, weight loss, brain function, sleep, sex, whatever the topic is, the same victim, the same villains, I'm sorry, keep coming up and coming up. And so by eliminating them, you really reduce your risk of getting any of these issues or getting uh, having problems with a lot of them. Uh, the meats, if you're going to eat meat, make sure it's organic. Organic meats have much lower levels of omega-6 fatty acids in them. They have higher levels of omega-3 fatty acids in them. I prefer you don't eat animal products. I haven't had an animal product in over 35 years. I wish you wouldn't do it. If you do, these are the rules. I'm willing to negotiate with every one of you when it comes to health care. Now, the reason I do that is because is if I don't negotiate with you, many people say, I'm not going to do anything to heck with it. But I negotiate with all my patients. And once you start seeing the changes, once you start seeing the benefits, you're going to say, wow, this is awesome. I'm willing to go to the next step. Now, some people say, Dr. Joe, whatever you say, I'm going to do. Perfect. Had a patient come in last week. They want to remove 80% of his colon. Talk about inflammation. This guy's just inflamed. His fingers were inflamed. His face was inflamed. No doctor ever mentioned an inflammatory reaction. But they did say, let's remove 80% of your colon. So he came in. I went over everything that he needed to do, diet, chiropractic care, working on his stomach, actually adjusting the organs in the gut. And what, actually, one of my doctors, Dr. Irwin, went over it with him. And I had to go in the room because he wasn't happy. And he says, I had two flare-ups in a week since I've been here. I said, so you're going to go have your colon removed. 
Well, I, I don't know what else to do. I give up. I don't know what else to do. I said, has anyone ever talked to you about diet? No. Has anyone talked to you about chiropractic care? No. Has anybody talked about working on the organs? No. But I've had two flare-ups. I said, okay, so you're willing to remove 80% of your colon and not even give this a shot. Well, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So he was angry. And he's angry not at me. He's angry at the fact that his colon is inflamed. They want to cut 80%. I said, you do realize you'll be pooping in a bag for the rest of your life. You do realize that, right? Yeah. Let's do this. Let's try some dietary changes. Let's try chiropractic care, opening up the nerve supply to the colon, unpinching the nerves. Let's try colon massage to get it to relax. Give me eight weeks. If it doesn't work, you can always have your colon removed. But once your colon's gone, it ain't coming back. He calmed down, got a little teary-eyed, and he says, you know, doc, you're right. There's no downside to trying a conservative approach to this. I said, exactly. And his wife looked at me. She was a little teary-eyed too. And I said, you willing to give me eight weeks? He said, yes. Give me eight weeks. Do everything I say. If you don't see any changes whatsoever, let's go have the colon removed. He said, okay. So there's no downside, as long as it's not life-threatening, immediately life-threatening, there's no downside to doing what I tell you to do. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So I lied to you, but I'm not lying to you. So let's do these dietary changes and let's see what happens when it comes to inflammation. Let's do the chiropractic care. One of the things that happens is if the bones in the spine are out of place, they pinch nerves. You pinch a nerve, it hurts. That causes inflammation. So chiropractic care can help with localized inflammatory reactions by putting all the bones back in place. Then we do the dietary work in our office. Then we do the supplement work in our office. Then we do working on the organs in our office. And now we're approaching it from a multi-disciplined approach to try to get this thing resolved. And the diet is easy because you have control over it. And what I've also found, too, after 37 years of doing this, is that when I tell a patient, give me 10 weeks, 8 weeks, whatever it is, give me a couple of months, and if I'm wrong, go back to the way it used to be. Patients are okay with that. They see a light at the end of the tunnel. One way or another, at the end of 10 weeks, they're going to see some changes. Or not, and they'll go back to their old lifestyle. If I tell them to do it forever, many times patients back off. So my challenge is cut out the seven deadly sins, alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. Start doing fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds. Wonderful for bringing down inflammation. Supplements like Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, Dr. Joe's Nitric Oxide Support for Circulation, Dr. Joe's Vitamin D, which is so important to help the immune system function normally to help bring down the inflammation. Dr. Joe's Glutathione, help clean out the liver. Let's try these things and see what happens. What do we got to lose? And most patients, almost all of them, when they do it, they're like, wow, that's it? Yes, that's it. Now we go to step two, which is doing this forever. But I won't tell you that yet. I'll tell you that later on after you do it. So if you want to reduce inflammation, you have to eat fewer inflammatory foods and more anti-inflammatory foods. I don't think I can make it more basic than that. Based on your diet, whole foods are going to be great because they're loaded in something called antioxidants. Antioxidants help fight free radicals. Now, let me go through this process. Whenever there's a disease process or any bad diet, exposure to toxins, the body has free radicals inside. Now, free radicals are like Pac-Man. They eat through things, waka, 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 waka. And they're eating through your skin. They're eating through the uh, joints. They're eating through your organs. And it, that causes the body to cause an inflammatory reaction. Antioxidants fight free radicals. They kind of fill up their mouth so they can't do any more damage. And so they prevent free radicals from doing damage. Antioxidants are the key to fighting free radicals, which then cause the inflammation. Where do we get the antioxidants from? Fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. The best source of free radicals. So another reason 
we should be doing free radical, uh, anti-inflammatory diet that are going to fight the free radicals. Dr. Joe's Supergreens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source, two supplements, they work extremely well in this joint battle to fight inflammation. It's not going to cure the problem, but it's one of the keys to winning the battle. It's some of your be best warriors you're ever going to have are Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source because one of the many benefits is they're loaded with antioxidants. The antioxidants again. So again, you should have mostly fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. An anti-inflammatory plant-based diet has been shown to reduce inflammation markers like we talked about, the C-reactive protein. So I can take somebody's C-reactive protein measure before they get on our programs. Then... We get them eating fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. We get them on a good diet. We get them on super greens, an essential source. We get them on vitamin D or whatever specific supplements they need. Then we can take another study of their blood, and this, these studies have been done on just going to a plant-based diet, and see a dramatic reduction in things like C-reactive protein. So I don't get any downside to bringing down the inflammation in the body. Doesn't work, it doesn't work, but it does work. So diet is going to be a key. Low-carb diets are really important, but I don't want you going on a low-carb, high-protein diet because high-protein diets can cause liver and kidney damage. So eating a good diet, if you don't know what to eat, go to my website, drjoe.com. On the website, just type in the search bar, so what can I eat, and then hit enter. And there's a wonderful one-hour lecture that I did or a show, it's actually just me in a studio, talking about what to eat for breakfast, lunches, dinner, snacks, parties, feeding your kids, uh, cleaning your pantry out, putting things in your pantry, stocking your refrigerator. It's free. Go to the website, drjoe.com. Listen to that lecture or show or whatever you want to call it, and that'll give you a great guide. I wrote a book. It's called Eating Right for the Health of It. And the first part of the book tells you how to change your diet, and the second part of the book is well over 200 recipes. So people say, I don't know what to eat. I got nothing to eat. There it is. We talk about fast food, parties, everything is there. Okay, I went to a birthday party the other day, and they had barbecue. They had a, you know, like a catered barbecue. They had macaroni and cheese. Of course, I wouldn't eat one of those. But then they had guacamole. They had hummus. They had a vegetable tray. Uh, they had stir-fried veggies. They had a salad. You can only eat so much food. So why not eat the good foods? And I had a wonderful time. My, one of my doctors, Dr. Joe Martini, made the guacamole. He makes the best guacamole of any human on the face of the earth. So I had Dr. Joe's guacamole with some uh, uh, vegetable slices. Uh, was it carrots, cucumbers, and, and broccoli? And I had salad, and I had uh, the hummus was great. I used the veggies as a dip as well. At the end of the night, I was full. At the end of the night, the people that ate the barbecue and the macaroni and cheese and the alcohol, they were full. So we achieved the same goals. We nourished, well, they didn't nourish their bodies. They filled up their bodies. And at the end of the night, we all went home full. So there's no doubt. And my, by the way, my way is a lot cheaper too. So you want to avoid sugary beverages, sweetened drinks, fruit juices. Again, fruit juices are a lot of sugar. Refined carbs, breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, and pastas, desserts, uh, cookies, candy, cakes, ice cream. Uh, how about for a dessert, if you have to have a dessert, how about some berries, strawberries, blueberries, raspberries? How about some uh, almond-based yogurt? Maybe put some fresh fruit into the almond-based yogurt and put some vegan whipped cream on top of it. Spectacular desserts. And in my book, Eating Right for the Health of It, we have a whole chapter on desserts. So if you have to have desserts, there's much better choices uh, than cheesecake, for example. The meats we talked about, uh, hot dogs, bologna, sausages, the processed meats are worse than even the non-processed meats. 
We talked about vegetable oil, soybean oil, corn oil, uh, canola oils. These are all the omega-6 of oils high in omega-6 fatty acids. The trans fats, that's the fried foods, hydrogenated oils. The reason we use hydrogenated oils is because it preserves the food, makes it last longer. So if I'm a manufacturer, I want to keep that, that vanilla cake with cream filling on the shelf as long as possible. Because the longer it's on the shelf, the more option I have to sell it, the more money I can make. So, hey, as capitalism goes, brilliant. As health goes, horrible. So you can make better choices. You don't have to buy it. Uh, my friend Clark Howard has a great line when people – he's a consumer advocate. And when, he, when people complain about certain companies or certain businesses, he says it's very easy. Vote with your wallet. I love that line. I've based a lot of my life decisions on Clark's advice of vote with your wallet. Vote with your wallet. Stop buying things that you don't want to buy or a company you're not happy with. You don't have to go online and trash them and tell them they suck and just stop buying it. It's real simple. Capitalism is motivated by sales. If you stop buying it as a consumer, they're going to say, okay, I can't keep selling this. I'm going to have to sell something else. So when it comes to healthcare, vote with your wallet. You don't have to go to a steakhouse. You can go to a corner mom and pop Chinese place and get some stir fried veggies. So you can vote with your wallet when it comes to health care too. Chiropractic care, most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain. Why would you not start with chiropractic care when it comes to pain? Makes no sense to me. Why would you go someplace that's so expensive and I'm not happy with it? I, every day I see patients. I had surgery. It didn't work. Now, I have patients that had surgery. It did work. That's awesome. And I love surgeons. Surgeons are great if they're good surgeons. I'm so impressed by them. But let's start with the most effective, least expensive that would be nutrition, plant-based diet, supplements, Dr. Joe supplements, chiropractic care, most effective, least expensive. Why wouldn't you do that? And then if it doesn't give you all the results you want, then you can go to another level. Regardless of what you do, you've got to get the anti-inflammatory diet as part of your lifestyle. Cut out the alcohol. Alcohol causes inflammatory reaction, causes liver issues. So what did we just talk about? The sugary beverages, the refined carbs, the desserts, the processed meats, the snack foods, uh, the oils, the trans fats, the alcohol. Sounds like Dr. Joe's seven deadly sins, doesn't it? I've been preaching the seven deadly sins for over three and a half decades. I invented those that, that line, the seven deadly sins of nutrition. And it's held solid for 37 plus years because it's the basis that everything else is based on. So just stay away from the seven deadly sins. Alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. Vegetables, you can eat kale, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, cauliflower. Again, tons of recipes in my book, Eating Right for the Health of It. Fruit, the berries, very low in sugar, loaded with flavor. And you could add berries, you can add vegan whipped cream, which has sugar in it, but some people aren't willing to just do that next step. High fat foods, high fat fruits, avocados, olives. I can do maybe a half of avocado a day. If I do more than that, I start to put on weight. Don't eat it with chips. I know if I eat chips, sometimes there's vegan, there's gluten-free chips, and I'll eat them, and bam, I'll feel like I'm fat the next day. God, I feel fat today. Why am I fat? It's the chips. I can't eat chips. I can't eat a lot of fatty foods. But I can eat some avocados, some olives. It's great. Uh, we talked about the healthy fats, the olive oil, coconut oil, nuts, almonds, pecans, walnuts, pistachios, not peanuts. Peanuts are high in which one? Say it with me. Which omega-6? Oh, which omega? Omega-6 fatty acids. And there's a lot of other reasons I don't eat peanuts. But I can eat a couple of handfuls of nuts. I feel great. If I want to put on weight, I eat a lot more nuts. So here's the thing with food. It takes 60, uh, 20 minutes to get the messages from your stomach to your brain. So have some anti-inflammatory foods. Wait 20 minutes. You're going to eat a lot less food. 
That's one of my secrets I do in my weight loss seminars that I do. Ruin your appetite for every meal, and you'll eat a lot less foods. Uh, we talked peppers can be anti-inflammatory. Now, there is an argument over lectins. I'm not going to get into that argument today, but they have fruits and vegetables. They're okay. You're going to like this one, dark chocolate. A small amount of organic dark chocolate a day, about the size of the top of your thumb, thumb joint. A little bit of dark chocolate can actually be anti-inflammatory. It's got to be organic. It's got to be uh, 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 dark, okay? It can't have any dairy in it. It's got to be dairy-free. Spices like turmeric, fenugreek, uh, cinnamon are great. We have on our website, drjoe.com, uh, a, a, a turmeric supplement. Wonderful for anti-inflammation. So I, I take that actually every day just as a prophylactic measure. If you have any questions, send them to me through my website, drjoe.com. If you want to make an appointment to come see us, We've, we're running a special right now. The initial visit used to be 375. We've brought it down to 149. With the COVID issues, people having trouble with finances, it's exam, x-rays, consultation, uh, going over the x-rays, your first treatment, and a nutrition evaluation, all for 149. We'd love to have you do that. You can sign up on the web. Just make an appointment on the website, drjoe.com. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, drjoe.com. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on a WSB Radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.